All right, everybody, welcome back to the Creator's Headspace. This week, we are talking with an amazing cosplayer. I have followed her on TikTok and recently started on Instagram. I will let her introduce herself. Hi, I'm Elle Elric. Uh, that's what I go by. And um, I cosplay That's and create content. And what got you started with, with cosplay and how long have you been doing the cosplay? Uh, let's see. I guess I got started uh, when I I had a few art shows because I also like to paint in my free time. And um, so I had a few art shows to go to around October. And this was two years ago um, when everything started calming down a little bit. And uh, I got to dress up for three different art shows within that month. And I absolutely love dressing up. Um, and I didn't really know that, I mean, I knew about comic cons, but I didn't really know that people like actually cosplayed like for fun and actually sometimes made profit off of it. And, um, when I started following these, um, certain people on Instagram and I saw that they cosplayed and I was like, well, that's pretty much what I like to do when I dress up for Halloween. Um, but even better because I can actually act out like what the characters you know, how they act. And um, so I guess that's what got me inspired to start doing cosplay. And yes, two years ago. Nice. And I know it seems, especially since the whole pandemic lockdown and stuff, it, there's been kind of an explosion of cosplayers. What's What's been that journey since relatively you're still pretty new at it? What's that journey been like creating that cosplay com uh, content? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, definitely um, the first of anything you try uh, is usually going to be bad <laughs> to a degree. Um, so I've had a, it's been a very long learning process. Um, and when I first started, I was learning like the transitions and um, getting that down, you know. Um, so I guess starting off, um, wasn't that well, but then I kept um, kept learning and growing, and um, I still have a lot to learn. But I feel like I've uh, evolved since the beginning. Um, yeah. And what was your first cosplay? Like, what was the first one that you did, either privately or on content wise? I believe it was my um, black uh, black canary. Yes. Nice. And do you do um, original characters or you stick more to ones that are known out there? Uh, I do both. So because um, uh, I had some costume pieces that I really liked, but they didn't really go with a specific character or they were just a tad too, um, too much off of the character I was going for. Uh, so I like I like to create with those costumes, uh, original characters. I only have one that's popular so far, and that's um, Lirio. Nice. Yeah. And for people that are thinking about doing cosplay content, what's some like advice that you have? Because I know it's hard enough for a lot of people just to get in front of the camera, let alone add a character, because there is 
as much as we say there's not, we know there's expectations of what this character looks like or how they're going to act. How do you deal with that? And what do you recommend for people that are maybe freaking out on like, oh my God, should I do this? No, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I guess uh, I got through a lot of those, oh my gosh, panic modes <laughs> as a content <laughs> creator, um, especially just getting started. Um, I guess my advice would be that um, you're never going to look exactly like the character unless you are extremely talented with makeup and um, or you already naturally look almost like the character. And you're also never going to please everyone. Um, someone is always, there's always going to be haters out there. There's always going to be someone that's um, very particular on how you do things. Um, but there's more support and love out there than there is uh, hate comments. Um, although the more popular you get, there's still going to be that. It's going to seem like you have more hate, but there's more good than bad. And um, getting in the front of the camera, especially as um, like when you gain weight or like your weight fluctuates, like uh, for me, I didn't want to cosplay certain characters because they're known for having a very flat stomach and um, or being very fit and I'm not. Um, so there, there's been some turmoil with me on that, but then there's these other cosplayers out there that inspired me. They don't have their username memorized, but there's a lot out there that are thicker or um, have natural body weight that's healthy for them. And uh, they still go out there and cosplay as the character that they like. Nice. So is that something that you do for yourself and would recommend for people is if you are having that self-conscious just to get out in the community and see what other people are doing? Yes, uh, definitely see what they're doing. And also, uh, if you're not comfortable with showing as much skin, which I'm not um, until I get to my goal weight, there are different ways that you can go about uh, piecing together your costume so that you're covering your stomach or accentuating other parts to make things look smaller. Like there's also, you can manipulate angles and everything on camera while as in person, you know, that, so in a way, doing it in camera is a lot easier and less stressful than seeing someone in person because that makes sense. You can angle and manipulate things. Yeah. And speaking of cameras and stuff, what do you use to record and what do you recommend for other people? Uh, I just use my phone and it seems to do a decent enough job, but I definitely recommend lighting is uh, very essential. Um, like right now I have a giant ring light that's bigger than my head. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and it um, there's three different lighting settings and whichever one is best that you find best for your face um, is what I'd go with. Because uh, I'm very pale, but I also have um, darker undertones. So I usually go with the brightest white um, so that sometimes if I'm wearing like a bright blonde wig or something, I don't look, I don't contrast too much with the, uh, the wig. And do you use other lightings besides ring lights? Cause it's so funny. I've, I've always been a ring light person. Yeah. And then starting the show, people are like, we've had some guests that are like, 
ring lights, ring lights, that's all you need. And other <laughs> ones are like, mm, no, not so much. Like they, they like box squares. So I'm especially doing all the different characters in the movements because obviously with you, you and other cosplayers, you guys aren't just standing there talking like this. So there's a lot more movement. Do you use other lights besides ring lights or do you mainly stick to ring lights and just uh, work, use your angles? Uh, I mainly stick right now anyways uh, to ring lights and work the angles. I, I, it is important to make sure you don't have a window um, in front of you because that can, um, I've made that mistake before in a few videos where you can see that the uh, light is fluctuating, trying to uh, correct itself in the camera. Um, because you have the ring light and then the light of outside coming at you. So that's important also. Um, I do that's have really square, tip. square lights, though. Yeah, yeah I've, I got square circles. I've, I've made the shine, had the shiny syndrome one too many times on Amazon. <laughs> I always end up with the ring light. At the end of the day, that's what I end up with. So now when you're building out your characters and your content for them, are, do you think of the characters, buy the pieces, and then do content? Or is it kind of vice versa? Start with the content idea and then characters. Like, how's your process work for that? Um, it depends. Sometimes I, I like to go thrift shopping. Um, and sometimes I'll see a piece in there that uh, would be perfect for a cosplay that I pretty much have a wig for already, or I have another piece that would go with it to make the cosplay complete. Um, other times I'll hear a sound um, that's trending and be like, okay, what can I piece together of what I have that could go perfect with this? Like which character would go perfect with this? Um, and then other ones I will find like a, a, a deal at, I love to go to Hot Topic and sometimes their clearance rack has um, like this, uh, Harley Quinn top I have on I got it on clearance at Hot Topic um, so basically just kind of piece together things that you find around on sale because it's it's an expensive hobby if you um, <laughs> yeah it adds up in a hurry <laughs> it does. if you're not careful it does yeah and now I know some fandoms are notorious for gatekeeping not mentioning Star Wars Harry Potter fans but some fandoms are notorious for gatekeeping. It seems like others are pretty open. Do you, is there any that you kind of stay away from or that you kind of dive into because of the community? Um, let's see. I guess I, I dive in a lot to the Harley Quinn character. Um, mainly because of, uh, like, I didn't really like the character until I um, saw Birds of Prey. And then seeing her change from, like, going from a toxic relationship to realizing she doesn't need that uh, Joker. And, you know, just um, woman power. Like, it was very empowering. So then I started to like that character. And um, and I, I like um, delving into the LGBTQ community um, or plus community um, when it comes to Harley and Ivy, because, um, you know, I feel like their relationship is a lot um, better and healthier than, you know, the uh, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if there's any that I stray away from, I guess characters. Oh, 
if I don't know the character, I try not to cosplay it. I want to know the backstory, the, um, I want to actually like the character. And if I've seen some gameplay of it or, um, read a lot about it and really feel connected to the character, those are the cosplays I do. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, it's, I, I've loved the Harley Quinn cosplays just for the fact there's so many different versions of her yeah. out there. Like it, it just, See everybody's interpretation of Harley Quinn is quite because I I will be the first to admit I'm not the biggest Batman fan or DC fan out there, but just the community and to see so many people do so many different twists on it, it's been really cool. Yeah. Now speaking of uh, characters, I know you just released some new videos on TikTok with a new character, and I gotta say it's probably the first time besides the Devil Wears Prada that I've really seen that character um, really cosplayed out there. And it, it was amazing job. If you want to tell us who it is and kind of the backstory, what got you into doing her? Oh yeah. Um, well, I, I created some videos, uh, some content of Corella DeVille. I was really excited. Uh, this actually happened from a thrift store experience. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was looking through, um, the different stuff and I found the t-shirt that had the newsprint all over it and I was like that's Cruella DeVille like that is her like it's iconic of her to like you know mash up these um the newspaper and the, the little stuff on her um jacket and um so then I was like all I need now is the black and white wig and um and then I put any bottoms for it, like a skirt or black pants or something like that and I found this uh, black and white wig, which isn't exactly Cruella DeVille. It has a little bit of more white on uh, white bangs, but it's still black and white, um, half and half. And um, I liked the style of it. And it was only $15 at um, this website called Shine. Nice. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but yeah. That one, the one where like anybody on TikTok gets their stuff, like it's the Amazon at TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. I thought it was. I was worried about it, but then there's a lot of reviews that um, the wigs were really good, and it is. And now, how how do you deal with people coming in, the good and the bad? Because we know anything online, it, you're gonna have your fans, and you're gonna have just miserable trolls that want to try to tear you down because they're jealous. They don't have the cojones to get in front of a camera and do it. How do you deal with that personally on both sides? Um, for the, I guess the, sometimes the, if the comments are too um, unclean, I guess, um, <laughs> I, I like to, I delete those ones pretty immediately as soon as I see them, just cause I don't want that kind of, um, conversation going on in my comments you know I don't like that kind of feedback um I'd rather people just like my creativity or keep those thoughts to themselves <laughs> um, everybody does that on the internet it's really good for that <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah they're very good about that so I like to kind of nip those in the bud as soon as I see them I'm like not on my page <laughs> um and then I guess the other ones have only been like um, them not really understanding the um, the different var uh, variations of Harley Quinn. Like uh, someone was upset that I had pink and blue in my hair, but I had a red and black top. 
And um, I guess they hadn't seen the um, the animated series. Uh, but they seemed very upset about it. But I just laughed it off because that's just silliness and doesn't require someone to get upset about. Um, the positive comments um, are really encouraging and inspiring to for me to keep creating content because sometimes I'll look at my numbers and get caught up in like my views and stuff like that and feel like maybe I shouldn't keep creating. And then there's those supporters that come in every now and then and um, they're always liking my videos and commenting and they keep me wanting to keep going. Nice. Yeah, I know it's a... Uh... It's such a wild, just free for all out there. And it's, I don't know how a lot of females put up with it. I mean, I can't lie and say I've never probably said something I shouldn't have. But I mean, it's, it's crazy for y'all, especially cosplayers and yeah. anyone that does anything that dare shows more than a shoulder. Right. Now, I've just from the community of cosplayers I've seen and stuff, I, and I've heard a lot of the controversy on it that with OnlyFans, the pandemic, and everything, that it's made people more open to cosplay and cosplay content, but at the same time, it's kind of being hijacked by spicy content creators. Right. Are you seeing that? As like a, since you are a regular content creator and kind of what's your thoughts on that? Because I know some some cons have became like I, I went to one in Seattle and I'm like, I would not bring my kids here. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm going to enjoy it, but I would not bring my kids here. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it can be disheartening sometimes because you'll um, as a content creator, I uh, can do certain things that. Like I'm okay with, I, I make videos that I'm, most of my videos, mind you, there's a few that I wouldn't let my kids watch, but <laughs> most of my videos, um, I try to create um, with my kids in mind that maybe they'll see this on the internet one day and I don't want them to be like, ah, oh, that was my mom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh my gosh, why did you do that? Um so like it's kind of disheartening to do uh, the same audio or similar um, cosplay as the spicy creators because um, they get all the, the viral videos and then the people that are covering up a little bit more are not like feeding into the comments of the spiciness um, are um, people creators like me, our videos don't go viral because, you know, I'm not as spicy as those people, but again, I'd rather, you know, my kids not see it later down the line and be ashamed. You know, as I say, I mean, like middle school, high school kids, they would never find it and bully another kid over it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta think about those things, you know? No, I mean, what about you know, do you, do you attend like different conferences or different meetups or things like that? Uh, yes, so far I've been to two Comic-Cons. Uh, the first one, I didn't know what I was doing. I only wore like a wig and then my regular clothes. Um, the second one, I dressed up as Harley, um, but I uh, was at my heaviest at that time. So I was feeling very insecure, but still went and had fun. And um, 
And then I've been to two Renaissance fairs, which I also really enjoy um, wearing my elven attire. Nice. And kind of for somebody that's never been to one, what's kind of that experience in that community like? Because we know the real world's completely different than the online world. <laughs> yeah. Um, that experience is really, is really fun. Um, if you dress up as a character uh, that is well known, um, be prepared to get a lot of pictures taken with people. Um, <laughs> they asked me quite a lot. I got stopped like every other booth. They were like, hey, can I take a picture with you? Which was really fun. Um, and the uh, community is, it feels like my people. Like you go there and you're like, ah, this is my people. You know, like um, they're geeky, nerdy, um, whatever other descriptions of it. But like um, a lot of people that like the same stuff, they're at least in my experience, um, not too ridiculously, um, not too, um, they're not too critical of like others because some some people have like some piece together uh, cosplays. There's a variety of like budgets that were used on these um, cosplays, but everyone kind of just respects everyone else. And I like that. Nice. Yeah, I know that's uh, one thing that I've been like hesitant because I love cosplay and I love cosplay creators just I will admit I get in my own head and it stops me 99% of the time to actually want to do it. And I just know like it's a black hole of money to, to go down. <laughs> I, just, I just recently made the mistake after so many years of getting my first Warhammer tabletop set. And I'm already like going, Oh God, no, no, I know this is another addiction. <laughs> so Who's some characters that you're thinking of doing in the future or, and like, who's kind of that one, like you're like one day, bam, this is going to be it. Yeah. Uh, Edward Elric is my absolute favorite character. And um, that's the one I want to actually like make the armor um, for the, escaping me but his armor on his um arm well uh, what's the word the metal um auto mail there we go his auto mail arm is what i would really like to create um i have a wig that's okay for right now but eventually like i want to like go all out like get the there's like this leather um jacket of his that has the um, flamel on it, which is the symbol for um, alchemy. And uh, it also means other positive things. Um, it's been used in actual history for uh, other things. And I just really love that show and the um, the basis that it's on, like the philosophy, will you, <laughs> of it, um, you know, that like you give what you get, like an equivalent exchange. Absolutely. Sorry, you got me on a topic that I absolutely No, no. I mean it's yeah. that, that's the, the whole point of the show is to to get to know the creators behind behind all the videos because I mean we see so many creators are vulnerable and open up on their videos, but still like I, I just love the idea of talking one on one with creators and getting their 
their personality out there more than a 30 second to three minute video. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. And, and God forbid if TikTok starts doing this 10 minute video thing, I, I I'm just done at that point. Like I, <laughs> I love everybody I follow on there, but I, my attention span's not allowing 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's too much. I feel like that'd be, I have yeah. not actually seen one person post one yet since they announced that. Yeah. Me neither. And that's not a challenge. If you're listening or watching, that's not a challenge. <laughs> so speaking of uh, TikTok and your Instagram, what what are your handles under there where people can find you? Uh, it's L-E-L-L-E uh, dot Elric, E-L-R-I-C, as in the Elric brothers. And you are on Instagram too, right? Yes. And it's the same as uh, on Instagram. I try to keep it the same so it's easier to find me. And if you are listening to this on our podcast, if you click up on the picture up top, we will have those links there for you. And now going to speaking of Instagram, where where do you see a lot of your interactions and your follows and stuff? Is it coming? Does Instagram have a big cosplay community for you too or is it mainly tiktok like how, how do you divide and break up your your time and your energy on on those platforms um right now the main focus is tiktok um because i'm struggling a lot with um taking good pictures or at least good in my opinion i'm very critical on my <laughs> photos um so my main energy goes into TikTok, and usually when I create, uh, when I'm in full costume for a video, then I'll go ahead and try to take a few pictures. Uh, well, I say a few, but they're like 20 plus <laughs> to make sure like, they're all in good, like decent enough poses that I can post them later and edit for Instagram. And then um, I will, sorry, my cat, <laughs> in attack mode. Um, I also add a few reels from my um, TikTok into the Instagram and kind of divide it that way. Uh, my Instagram has a few people that I actually know in real life on them on there. So I try to keep that even more kosher than my TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, even less spice on there. And now what's your editing process look like? Do you use apps or software or are you just using your built-in editor? Because that's probably, um, I know, one of the number one questions I hear people ask about is, what do I use to edit? Yeah. Um, I, I really like the editing platform that TikTok has. Um, it, it takes um, a learning process, of course, as anything. Um but I like the user friendliness of it. And um, most videos can be done there. Uh, but if you want to get further into like, I had this big project that I was really excited about and put a lot of effort into, but it, it didn't really take off. That's okay. Um, but I used um, CapCut, which is a free uh, video editing uh, software that you can, you can just have the app on your phone. And that has a really good um, interface um, and very user-friendly. So um, if you want to do more like blending two videos or having like a duet without having to upload one one video on TikTok and then 
do the duet again, like duet yourself, if you just want to have, or um, even like uh, looking at, you know, there's videos where like someone's looking in the mirror, but yeah. their mouth is not moving, but the mirror's mouth is moving. So you can do videos like that on CapCut too. That is I, I personally, it was only a few months ago I found uh, CapCut, another creator that I follow. She told me about it because I'm like, she she did a really cool like filter transition and I was like, where the hell did you get this? Like that is awesome. <laughs> and she told me about it. And now I probably use it for ninety percent of the stuff I make, and I always say I'm gonna post it and never do. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, well if you don't mind, we are gonna go into our new segment of rapid fire questions. Okay, these are from Poddex. And we'll just kind of go through a few and get your answers on them. Okay. First one's perfect for you. What fantasy creature would you love to bring into the real world? Uh, small dragons. If you could tack on 100 years to the end of your life, but you would be old and frail during those 100 years, would you still do it? Old and frail. Uh... <laughs> probably not no if you could speak two other languages fluently what languages would you want to speak uh korean and chinese nice what would be the first few things you would try if you found out you were completely impervious to physical harm oh god <laughs> that would be a, that'd be a dangerous power to have i'm just gonna say right <laughs> <Okay. laughs> um impervious to to harm um i would definitely not be afraid of uh skydiving from a helicopter yeah. <laughs> and one more if you hide and seek were a major sport in the olympics what would it be that one's stupid if you could travel anywhere in the world where would you visit and why uh iceland uh because it's gorgeous um from all the photos i've seen and um it's actually even though it's called Iceland, most people know that it's actually very green and luscious and there's no bugs or creepy colors. <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> that was the one thing um, about moving up here from where I did. I thought the mosquitoes were bad down there. Yeah. Here they're like the size of bald eagles. Like you, oh. you see a mosquito and a bald eagle and you're just kind of like, I think I'm going to take my chance with the bird. Like, yeah. I feel like I could take that guy. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining us. And if you'd like to say anything else to our viewers before we log off, feel more than free to. All right. Uh, well, just thank you guys for listening. And, and I appreciate you for um, doing this for me. It was fun. Not a problem. And you guys, if you are watching this, if you are listening, we have the ticker at the bottom that has her IG and her TikTok for our listeners. Again, we have that in our show notes. So if you could please give her a follow, we would love it. And thank you for letting us into your headspace. And until we see you guys next week.